0: Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones.
1: Building in Faith. That's the way sin is it grows rapidly, it eats away that which is good. And so Solomon is telling us be careful with the small things, the little things, don't overlook them. He says, if you're going to walk wisely, you have to give attention to the little things, but also in your life, but you must give attention to the direction, the direction of your life.
0: Reaching up high with arms open wide, we see. You're changing our must be sure to guard our hearts and strive to move forward with wise decisions. Pastor Ed tells us today that our hearts guide our direction, and that as such, we need to be aware of the little things that may sway our hearts the wrong way. In Ecclesiastes, Solomon tells us that seeking and living by wisdom is the best way to live. God calls us to do the right thing, despite what the world around us does. And wisdom in God's Word is the way to decipher the good and evil of this world. And here's Pastor Ed, with today's message, calling wrong, right.
1: In faith. Right now, we're watching the warning signs being pulled down. We're watching the danger signs being ripped off the highway of culture and society. It was in the 1960s, a young lady, or an older woman in our church rather, gave a prophetic word. She said that there would be a great darkness that was going to descend on the nation. And she said as this darkness descended upon the nation, it would be like a cloud. Pray, pray, pray much for the young people. And I think about the events that transpired during that period of time. The drug culture that developed. The sexual revolution that ran rampant. And then we close the decade of the 60s with Woodstock in August of 1969. Pivotal points where there was a turning in the culture. And the subsequent generations suffered from those changes. Then we have watched in recent years laws being cast aside and trampled on. Calling wrong right and right wrong. Our leaders have put their foot on the gas pedal, and they're accelerating at a quicker rate on the dangerous road in the opposite direction from God and away from God. And as we're watching these things happen, how do we navigate in a society that is crumbling? You look back to past generations, there's always been a remnant, always been those who have marched to a beat of a different drum, following the word of God, following the spirit of God, the ways of God. And as they follow the word, the ways, the spirit of God, they have watched nations come and go and kingdoms come and go. And yet they have been able to endure. And they're entering into the kingdom that has no end. That is from everlasting to everlasting. See, our journey is to be a journey like a pilgrim passing through the land, not like a resident building our roots in this world. We're just passing through and here for a moment. We need in these times a GPS system. That will show us where the dangers are, that will show us what the limits are, that will give us the direction in a culture that's created a maze of confusion. And I believe that Solomon helps us to understand and lay hold of that GPS system. It's the wisdom of God. Wisdom, our GPS in a time of confusion. You could see it in chapter 10. It says, the need for wisdom, first of all, you find it in our walk. In the New Testament, Paul the Apostle says, look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise. Making the best use of time because the days are evil. Now, how do you walk wisely. Well, Solomon gives us some ways that we can walk wisely in our culture. First, he tells us to pay attention. Wisdom will give attention to the little things in our lives. Wisdom gives attention to the small things, the little things in our lives. In verse 1 of chapter 10, it says this, As dead flies cause even a bottle of perfume to stink, so a little foolishness spoils great wisdom and honor. Now, ladies, just for a moment, imagine with me it's Valentine's Day, and your husband has the biggest smile on his face as he's gone to Macy's or somewhere else, and he bought you a beautiful, beautiful bottle of perfume, your favorite Whatever it might be. Makeup, your favorite, whatever it might be. And there you look at this beautifully wrapped box with the perfume that you just want and the makeup, and your husband has the biggest smile on his face. Honey, not only did I get you your favorite, but I got it at a bargain price. There were only some problems with it. (laughs) They got the roaches out. And don't worry about the spiders. <laughs> what Solomon was saying is little things make a big difference. Little things can undo wisdom. You have this beautiful bottle of perfume or ointment, and suddenly some dead fly some cockroach, something dies in it and it changes the odor of it. Who wants to use it? Wisdom is subject to folly. And so he's saying, a person who will walk wisely will be conscious of the little things. Some Scottish visitor to Australia back around 1850 or thereabouts, liked thistles, and he brought some thistles with him. Maybe it was for his garden, maybe it was for just his lawn, whatever. But they sort of took over the southeastern part of that shoreline in Australia, and they grew so quickly. Every plant has 20,000 seeds in it. And so it grew rampantly, just taking up good soil so that good produce couldn't grow. It actually took away some of the grazing and pasture land. That's the way sin is. It grows rapidly. It eats away that which is good. And so Solomon is telling us, be careful with the small things, the little things. Don't overlook them. And then he says, if you're gonna walk wisely, you have to give attention to the little things, but also in your life, but you must give attention to the direction, the direction of your life. In verses two to three, a wise person chooses the right road, a fool takes the wrong one. Uh, just right there. What he's saying is when you walk in wisdom, you're going to lean in the right direction. When you walk in folly, you're going to lean in the wrong direction. Your heart is your center. And that center, that control panel, controls how you live, how you walk, the direction you take. And so he's saying, be very, very careful because your heart can direct you in the wrong way. So guard it. Out of the heart are the issues of life, the scripture says. My son, my daughter, give me your heart and observe my ways. See life through God's eyes. Look at life the way God would look at life. There's a passage in the net translation and then in the New Jerusalem Bible, verse 2. And it reads this way. A wise person's good sense protects him, but a fool lacks of sense leave him vulnerable so a fool his lack of sense common sense will leave him vulnerable and then the new jerusalem bible translates that verse 2 this way the sage's heart leads him aright the fool leads him astray what happens is how is your heart leaning is it being shaped isn't being directed by the word of god Or is it being shaped, isn't being directed by the ways of the world? And then he goes on, he says, Look at the path. Look at the path. You can identify fools just by the way they walk down the street. I mean, some people you just tell, man, that guy's drunk. Boy, they're proud as a peacock, they got a chip on their shoulder. Man, they got an attitude. Our walk betrays who we are. It betrays what's inside of us. It conveys outwardly what's going on inwardly. You could spot one a mile away. So he says, Be careful. What's the direction of your life? What direction are you taking? Uh, Are you walking the path of a wise or the path of a foolish person? And then he goes on to say something else. He says, watch your walk in this way. Wisdom is going to walk by giving attention to the little things. It's going to walk wisely by making sure it's going in the right direction on the narrow road, not the broad road. It's going to also pay attention to the emotional responses of your life in verse 4 if your boss is angry at you don't quit a quiet spirit can over even overcome even great mistakes most of us the great majority of us make decisions not on the basis of our wisdom but on the basis of our emotions what often happens is Our mind is servant to our emotions. And so we will think a certain way because we feel a certain way. And we have to think a way so that we justify the feelings that we feel. And so what Proverbs is, these Proverbs in Ecclesiastic are saying is, don't be overrun by your emotions. Don't let your emotions reach up and grab you and pull you down. You're at a job and the boss is a difficult person to work with. Just angry, upset, yelling. And I've, I've talked to people who have had to deal with that. It's difficult. But Solomon says, wise, quiet spirit, response. Don't let your emotions control Walk wisely. Be guided. I like what Woodrow Wilson said. President Wilson said, when he took over the office in Washington, he said, I will give a man an office. I watch him carefully to see whether he is swelling or growing. That's good how do we respond to the things that God gives us, the blessings that come our way? Do we swell or do we grow? Paul the apostle, he's an apostle, mind you. Listen to what he says. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 12 to 13, he says, we work wearily with our own hands to earn our living. We bless those who curse us. We are patient with those who abuse us. We appeal gently when evil things are said about us. Yet we are treated like the world's garbage, like everybody's trash, right up to the present moment. You may be in a situation, and as a Christian, as a believer... You wisely are trying to navigate your job. You wisely are trying to hold your own in the college classroom. You wisely are trying to navigate your situation in the family system you're in. And and they just don't simply accept it. And and suddenly you, you want to respond. But think of the Apostle Paul who patiently does the right thing. And that's what God is calling, challenging you and I to do. The laws are changing in our nation. The nation is literally changing. Get your bearings. And say, Lord, how do we navigate wisely in changing times, in changing circumstances? The pressure's on. But as believers, listen to the counsel of Solomon. So when you walk wisely... You're going to give attention to the little things, the details. You're going to watch where you lean, the direction of your life. Do you have a tendency to lean towards the mind of God or worldly-mindedness? Do your emotions grab a hold of you and put you on a roller coaster and your mind, your thinking is servant to your feelings? Solomon said walk 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 wisely then there's something else we must work wisely not only walk wisely we must work wisely the need for work in our wisdom in our work in romans 15:17 it says in christ jesus then i have reason to be proud of my work for god Everything we do, we do for the Lord. Whether you're working for the government, or you're working for IBM, or you're working for an institution, or you're working for yourself, you are working inevitably for God. See, our life is a pilgrimage in this present world. We're passing through, we're here for a moment, and what we want to do is realize that we are doing everything we do is unto the Lord it's an act of sacrifice it's an act of worship to the Lord and so the scripture tells us that we live in an upside down world let me say it again we live in a world that is upside down the need for the wisdom in an upside down world in verses 5 to 7 there's another evil I've seen under the sun Kings and rulers make grave mistakes. When they give authority to foolish people in low positions to people of proven worth, I've seen servants riding horses like princes and princes walking like servants. So back in Solomon's time and all through the centuries, leaders make poor decisions at times. Now, why do sometimes leaders make poor decisions? Well, sometimes politics. If you supported a certain candidate, you're going to get that job, whether you qualify for it or not. If you're working in a company, if that person knows you, and maybe they're related to you, well, you're going to get the promotion. It's not... Who you are, it's who you know. Isn't that the reality oftentimes? And so sometimes people have politics within an organization. Sometimes it's simply because of jealousies, rivalries. See, all of these things go on in our culture. And so as we look at this upside-down world, you say, what in the world is that person doing there? What in the world? Haven't you seen that? Man, how did you get in that position? How did that happen? And that's happened for centuries, for millenniums. That's the type of world you and I live in. And we're going to have to say, okay, we're going to walk in wisdom. And we're going to realize that some things are absolutely nuts. 'll give you an example several years ago, the London Transit Authority had a problem. Buses just kept on passing by the bus stop, leaving passengers and not picking them up, so they would drive by and just there those people were, waiting right on time. The buses come in and just passes them up and uh, they got some complaints. And so the London Transit Authority released a statement and they explained their actions. Here was their explanation. The statement said it was impossible for their, for them to maintain schedules if they always had to stop and pick up passengers. <laughs> that is a, does that make sense? <laughs> but that's the type of world we live in. Some things are crazy. They're upside down. They just don't simply make sense. So we live in a world where things you want, oh my. But he says, listen, walk in wisdom, work in wisdom, knowing that things aren't always the right. And then it says you need wisdom for an unpredictable world, for an unpredictable world. Verses eight to nine. When you dig a well, you might fall in. That's not talking about digging a well for an Uh, ill intent, some interpret it that way, but I believe it's, he's just talking about common work. He says, when you dig a well, you might fall in. When you demolish an old wall, you could be bitten by a snake. When you work in a quarry, stones might fall and crush you. When you chop wood, there's danger. With each stroke of your axe, what he's saying is, in the ordinary pursuit of life, crazy things happen. Accidents happen. People get hurt at the job. They work in a factory and they lose a finger or a limb or they're, they're, they're hurt. Uh, they're walking down a city street and something falls off a building and, and, and hurts them or kills them. There are all sorts of strange things that happen in this world. And what Solomon was doing is he was saying, the world we live in is very unpredictable. You don't always understand You can't always prepare. Now, what he does say is this. He says, use use some wisdom because even wisdom will help negate it some, not completely, but would negate it some. He says, first of all, using a dull axe requires great strength, so sharpen the blade. So, if you're working in an office... And you've been there a number of years and there's a lot of young people coming and they know how to work with all the computers. Learn some of the computer programs. Take a class or two. Ask for some help. If you're teaching and you find that your class, they're wandering and they're not paying attention. Well, think about how you're presenting your lesson to try and grab and capture their attention. Sharpen the axe. Develop your skills. Be in this culture, especially a lifelong what? A lifelong. Someone's saying, be smart about it. And then what he says is something next. If a snake bites before you charm it, what's the use of being a snake charmer? What he's saying is this don't procrastinate.
0: We're so glad you joined us today for another edition of Building in Faith as Dr. Ed Jones shares truth and wisdom from the book of Ecclesiastes. We pray that you've been encouraged by today's message and that you desire to seek God's will for your own life. Following God is an adventure, but it's filled with the freedom that grace provides and blessings beyond compare. Would you like to know more about having a relationship with God? We'd love to tell you more. Please give us a call at 845-462-5955. And let us share how Jesus has changed our lives. If you'd like to learn more about the Building in Faith radio ministry or to hear more messages from Pastor Ed, visit our website at buildinginfaithradio.com. There you'll also find more information about Pastor Ed and the activities for your family at Faith Assembly. Our church has weekly services on Sundays at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. and again on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. And we'd be honored to have you join us if you're in the Poughkeepsie area. Each service is spent in fellowship with other believers, learning more about our Savior and praising Him for all He's done for us. Give us a call for more information. Our number again is 845-462-5955. We hope today's message has blessed you and that no matter what's happening in your life right now, you're tuning in to Jesus for the love and guidance you need. Please join us next time on Building in Faith Radio as Pastor Ed continues his study in Ecclesiastes. Your word